0: Hey, you. Yeah, you. Come join our Discord. The Mixing Music Discord server is filled with tons of awesome information and people. People that can help you out and information that can help you grow your business and to help you improve your mixes. So come join us and find the invitation link at mixingmusicpodcast.com. One, two, three. Welcome back to the Mixing Music Podcast. I am your host, DK. And I wanted to do a couple shout-outs before we started today, before we start today. Um, And that is one, thank you for everyone who has been leaving a review on Apple Music, if you're listening to Apple Podcasts there. Um, all, every single review I try to read, um, and I really appreciate the feedback. These reviews mean so much to me and they help me get better interviews, score better interviews, score, um, better content for you guys. And if you have stuff that you want me to talk about, you can leave it in a review as long as it's five stars. Ha ha ha. or you can message me on Instagram, um, at D E E K E I mixes. Um, links are in the description, the bio. Um, but, uh, Today, I wanted to talk about something very important that I think is uh, going to help you out. This is more of a mindset episode. I know that I kind of keep going back and forth between mindset, business, and um, techniques. We're going to talk a little bit more about mindset today, but I think this is a very important episode because this is a question that I get a lot, um, and there is no direct, straightforward answer. So this question came up, and the reason why I want to talk about this podcast came up is um, I officially... uh, Yesterday, sorry, on Sunday, um, so you're listening to this on Tuesday, so on Sunday was um, my 1,200th t- day of being a full-time musician and not being paid by someone. Um, it has been 1,200 days, and now, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, 1,202 days since um, I have you know, not had a W-2, and not receive W 2 income. And I'm really, really excited and glad to be here. And I'm so blessed to be able to do music full time um, and work with clients and work with artists that I just love so much. Every single client that I've been working on recently has been such a blast. And I love what I do. Um and the entire purpose of this podcast is to help you figure out what you love. And not just that, help you get good at what you love. And then not just that, we'll take it even further. How to get you know, how to turn it into a job that pays. Um, Although this is not a business podcast, um, I do try to give some tips here and there. So this episode, I want to dedicate it to um, what it takes to become a full-time musician and kind of the entrepreneurial spirit and different options that you can take. So... This is a very dear uh, topic for me um, because I'm going to be totally honest with you. If you've been listening, um, I am young, uh, quite young enough to probably lose a little bit of credibility just based on my age alone, which hopefully that doesn't happen. Um, But I'm 26 years old um, and I have been doing it full time for the past three, three and a half years. If you do the math, you can count the exact days there. Um, I've been doing audio since I was about 14. Uh, kind of started doing mixing, and that's kind of what has been my bread and butter for the longest time. But I didn't really start paying bills until about three and a half, four years ago, a little bit less than four years ago. So there's a lot of learning and there's a lot of thoughts um, that go into this topic um, and some misconceptions. So, number one misconception right here is that. If you want, if you're good enough, you're going to get clients. Um, Yes, this is true. Most of your clients would be referrals, word of mouth. Um, But people don't give enough credit to the entrepreneurial and marketing side of business. If you are trying, and to be fair, um, this is specifically if you're trying to run your own studio out of your own house or out of your own space. You have your own business and you're the owner of that business, right? getting you have to be entrepreneurial like you cannot do well if you are not an entrepreneur um and being an entrepreneur is a title but really i want to talk about it in the sense of mindset um there's a lot of books that you can read a lot of podcasts and that you can listen to a lot of youtube videos but uh one book that i think really gets everybody every entrepreneur started on their journey is a book called four hour work week um a really great book by tim ferris uh Gloss it over, listen to an audiobook real fast, um, whatever it takes to kind of get that content in and understand those concepts. You have to be entrepreneurial. A lot of musicians and artists and producers are creative with music, but not creative with marketing, not creative with the business side of stuff. There is no one set way to make money. It's My income is very diverse, um, and it's been continued to grow more diverse over the years. And I have to go out of my way and do stuff that most people wouldn't think of, most people won't do. Um, and that's how you get ahead, is by thinking ahead and being being innovative and creative in how you can expand your business and your marketing. Um, the, this is such an important topic. I want to recommend one podcast. If you're serious about making money, there is a podcast that I love. And one of the co-hosts was a guest um, last week, or a couple weeks ago. His name was Brian Hood, the, uh, you know, one of the founders of FilePass, which is what we mostly talked about, but he runs a podcast called Six Figure Home Studio. If you are trying to make money from your business and trying to gain clients and want to figure out how to be more efficient with your business, you need to stop listening, pause my podcast, you can come back to it, you can pause this episode, come back to it. You need to go subscribe and listen to, binge listen to Six Figure Home Studio. It is an amazing podcast. They talk only about business. I listen to it regularly. They, they 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 don't talk about gear. They don't talk about the skill of anything. But they talk about the basics um, and application, which is the most important part. Not just the basics of the theoretical how to run a business, but it is ways that you can start and like do things now to get more clients to run a business to make more money. It is an incredible podcast. I can't speak highly of it enough. I was so blessed to be able to interview Brian Hood um, from Six Figure Home Studio a few weeks ago. You can look at my previous episodes if this is your if you skipped over that one. Um, and later this week, I'm actually interviewing Chris Graham, who's the other host, and we're going to talk about his product um, and his services that he's offering outside of the podcast. But um, Chris Graham is the other co-host for Six Figure Home Studio. And they, not only are they a cool duo and fun to listen to, But they have really, really, really good insights and ways to apply business stuff to your business today. Um, Another misconception, too, is that you don't have to be an entrepreneur. You don't have to start your own business. This idea that you have to own the gear, that you have to run your own spot, that you have to be your own person, that, that is an idea that doesn't make fully sense to me and to a lot of other people. In my case, I am an entrepreneur. I am very much a businessman first before I'm a producer. I love that. Um, and, uh, and a lot of my clients love that because I'm able to help them market their music. You know, I'm able to give some insights from a business standpoint. Um, but this is not always the case. There are so many opportunities, and let me let me backwind a little bit, not so many, but audio is such a diverse thing. If you can get into audio and film, let's say you move to LA and you start getting into audio and film, not only would you get paid substantially a lot, if you can find a passion somewhere and niche somewhere in that, you would make money, and you wouldn't have to be your own self-employed person. You can be hired onto someone, right? Um, Go out and intern, go out and be an assistant, go out and like be trying to work for an actual studio as an employee is a very feasible thing. And there's so many different positions. It's not just your traditional audio engineer, mixer, recording engineer, producer. There's vocal tuning people. There's people that all they do is tune vocals. There's vocal production people. There's, there's movie, movie mastering, not just regular audio mastering. There's, there's so many different stuff. There's post-production film. There's recording on-site with a boom mic on-site on for film and TV. Like There's so many jobs where you work for someone. And granted, you're going to have to, no matter what, you're going to have to be kind of entrepreneurial and learn business and how that works, but it is possible to find a regular job. But that being said, if you want to find a regular job and be an employee, then location might matter a little bit more than if you were to be self-employed. Like there's a lot more job opportunities in LA. Um, So you might have to move, for example, or you don't have to, you could find something local. Um, Or to be honest, there's no shame, absolutely no shame in keeping a day job so you can You can support your nightly your night job of becoming a producer, right? If you're starting and you're trying to build your career and platform um, to become more self-sufficient, so you don't have to work for someone, um, it's not embarrassing. It's not a bad idea to have a day job, because here's the thing: I'm going to be honest with you right now. This is a saying that I love that we say here at our studio in our office. Businesses are not made before six p.m. They are made after. It's when everybody's gone home when everybody is done for the day, that's when you get ahead, right? Um, So if you need a day job to support your music, that's not embarrassing. It's not wrong. That's a really good thing. Um, But realize that someday the entire point of working your business at night might be, and this is not for every case, if if it is for so you can become self-sufficient during the day, then really focus on that. Don't work at night with a day job supporting you Um, if your goal is to try to make that full time, don't work like you're trying to, you know, just pay the bills, work like you're trying to make enough money to pay the bills and then you can quit your job. Like, you know, like that's the kind of effort and work that needs to go into it. Um, uh, one of the last things that I like talking about here, um, is that with business, again, I've already said this before, it is not a single stream of income. It is not a single stream of income. One more time. I'm going to say this a third time. It is not a single stream of income. Um, That also means, biggest misconception here, do not over-evaluate yourself. Um, If you are not making money at the price point, if you're charging too much money, if you're charging a lot more money and you have no clients coming in, it might be a good idea to lower your rates. Not because you don't aren't at the skill to charge the rates that you do it's because there's something called economics there's something called the marketplace and where you sit in the marketplace is relative not based on your skill unfortunately relative based on everybody else and now we live in a time of internet which is amazing so that means almost anybody can make it make a job from anywhere in music but it also means that you're now competing with online people I hate to say this, Lander, which sucks, um, as a match string engineer, if you're mastering, Lander is technically your competition. Um, so maybe your prices, if you see a huge drop year to year from clients, maybe your prices reflect that and they know that there's a cheaper option, right? I'm not saying charge less. That's not the point. But the point is read the market, read, understand the economics and how you fit in there and play with it. Test it out. Figure it out where you stand. Charge less, charge more, and run a sale. Don't run a sale. Sales typically don't do well with my, with temporary discounts. Sales typically don't do well with my company, my business. Um, but there's a lot of options and a lot of different tests that you can run. Um, so a little bit about my business here. I'm not trying to you know brag or anything. This is um, I'm trying to be real so I can help you and understand kind of work. So and the last thing that I want to say is with entrepreneurs. The difference between an entrepreneur, a successful entrepreneur, and someone who just wants to get a steady job is that entrepreneurs are professional risk takers. As an entrepreneur, as a business owner, I take risks and I define my own winnings. It's not a gamble because gambling means I have no way to help determine the outcome. It is a risk because I don't know what the outcome is but I can do, I can bust my butt and work as hard as I can to try to choose my own outcome. Right. So, if you're serious about starting a business, I'm trying to write an audio book about, you know, a few things that I wish I knew before I started a, a career in audio. Um, hopefully, that'll be out soon. I'm just in a writer's block for a minute. Um, but I'll give that out to anybody that's listened to the podcast uh, for free. And, but I'll sell it on Amazon for just a few bucks. Um, anyway, so. The greatest thing about being an entrepreneur is that you get to take risks and you define your own winnings. I, th- I don't talk about this very much, and people come up to me, and in their eyes, they find me successful. Now, successful is very relative. I don't know if I find my successful myself successful. I have a long ways to go, but I have college students come up to me, people who are just starting, and see me and my career and what I've built locally, and they wonder, "What the heck did you do? How did you do it?" And here's what happened. I'm going to tell my life story, but I hope you can apply this. Apply this to your own self. I was young when I got married. I was about 21, 22, Uh, I think 22. I think I just turned 22. And the craziest thing about getting married young is that you get fired up, motivated. Your income is no longer based on just yourself. Your rent gets to double. You're supporting someone else. And you feel this even more when you have a kid. But when you're in a serious committed relationship or when you're married, um, you get a little bit more motivated to make money because that becomes a lot more important. Um, but I also want to say that the people that say that I'm successful, that see me busting my butt, that wondering what the heck I'm doing different, like what, what's the secret? I have no secret. There is no secret. You know what the secret is? It's busting my ass to make sure stuff gets done. It is, it is literally like people don't know. When I was first starting this studio... I was going to school full-time as well and I was working 120 hours in the studio. Yeah, that's right. Count that up full-time student with homework and working 120 hours in the studio just to, just to keep the lights on. I wasn't, my wife was the one that was paying the rent and I was paying the studio rent just to keep it up. And I was able to pay myself a little bit after the first few months, but like a hundred bucks or two, like that's, it's nothing. And you do not realize the amount of tears that were shed the amount of work that I had to put in, the amount of hours that I gave up for sleep, 120 hours plus full-time school, that, that if you count it out, count it out right now, You know, pause this episode to count it out if you want to, but that literally equals about one to three hours a night of sleep. But that's what it took. I did that for three months straight. Um, I was dumb. Now that I look back on it, I realize I could have been a lot more efficient. And now that I have a child and I want to spend more time at home, I'm trying to focus on becoming more efficient, right? But at that point in my life, I needed to do that to keep my doors open. I made a big risk. I took out a loan of $20,000 to open my studio. Uh, Relatively speaking, that's a super tiny loan for a business, but it was huge for a 22-year-old punk that wanted to make a business with music. Not no success rate with music. So the music economy is kind of dying. Well, actually, it's not dying. It's just transitioning in my in my opinion. Um, but uh, we could talk about that on another episode. But here I am, 22 years old, taking out a $20,000 loan, somehow getting to that point. You know, this is why you want good credit. Um, and uh, I took a risk. I took a huge risk. I bit the dust. I was, I was willing to do, I'm, I was dead. I was dead during that first year. I was dying and I was crying every weekend, like trying to, like my wife, I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot handle this. This is not worth it. Oh my gosh. Like you do not realize the amount of tears that were going into this company. And then here I am three years later where it's a little bit more stable. I've learned how to work my systems. I'm a little bit more efficient, so I don't need to be in here hundred hours, you know, and I know what I'm doing. And I'm a little bit more stable and people see the results, but they don't see the shit that I had to go through. Excuse my language, the shit that I, the total shit that I had to go through, um, to get to this point. And even then I'm still trying to get through a lot more shit to get to an even higher point. Um, but do not, do not think that you can build a career by casually doing it. No. Because you're competing, if you're trying to build a career, you're competing with other people in your area or online that are working 120 hours like me, right? You're never going to pass that guy, that kid, that punk, if you don't spend the time, whether it's less efficient like me, like I was, or more efficient like I am now, right? If you do not, if you're not willing to put in that amount of work, you will not make it. Anybody who's listening to this podcast that's already doing this full time, you know exactly what I mean. I'm probably hearing an amen in the background from all y'all listeners. This is this is some of the one of the realest things. Sometimes it just takes a lot of work, um, and that's all you can do. One of the one of my favorite. We have a catchphrase here in the office. Um, we say this is a quote from, uh, Ooh, the hard thing about hard things, Ben Horowitz. It's a book, Ben Horowitz. He says, um, he says, if you got to eat shit, don't nibble. And, uh, that's words to live by right here. If you got to eat shit, don't nibble, you know, take it by the fistful, chomp it down, get it ready, you know, like do everything that it takes to make it happen. Cause it doesn't just happen. It's not an overnight thing. Um, and I also say like I've been doing this for four years a lot of stuff can happen in four years I'm 26. I'm still young. I feel so great because now I feel like i'm on a trajectory to do well I'm, I have a right trajectory But here's the thing If you're young and you want to make a business out of it, you want to make money out of this Do not negate the time and experience You have to get better you have to you know, spread that word of mouth, do good work. You have to have a good portfolio. That stuff takes time. Building a brand and a company takes time, takes experience, nothing other than time and experience, really. So do not be frustrated by your slow growth. Everybody has slow growth and if you're extra motivated people tend to be frustrated with their slow growth But i'm going to tell you right now i've spent way too long spent way too many hours crying over my frustration of how slow i'm growing That i'm here to tell you You don't have to do that Be humble be satisfied with your slow growth. Nobody grows fast Nobody grows fast fast is relative You have time Keep growing. Keep your business going. Work on your skill. Work on your business. Listen to Six Figure Home Studio. Help them make you more money. Um, And with that, happy mixing. Stay saucy, my friends. Good luck with your business. Hit me up if you have any questions. If you want any advice on Instagram at D-E-E-K-E-I mixes, D-K mixes, or... um, email me. I get emails a couple times a week and I love it. Every single one of them. I love it. You can email me a rough mix for feedback or you can just ask for advice. Just hang out. Just talk to me. D-E-E-K-E-I mixes at gmail.com. D k mixes at gmail.com. Okay. Uh, With that, signing off. Thank you. Stay saucy, my friends. One, two, three... This episode of Mixing Music with DK has been brought to you by LaunchPod Media. If you want to start a podcast, make sure to start it right with LaunchPod Media. If you can't get enough of the Mixing Music podcast and want three times the amount of episodes every week, subscribe to our exclusive content for only $4 a month or $40 a year at mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash exclusive. Happy mixing, my friends, and enjoy the show.